May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. The wind blows where it chooses and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. My name is Megan Sanders and I'm grateful to be among you this morning as guest preacher, never preached here before. And I serve as chaplain to Canterbury downtown, the campus ministry uh, that the diocese um, of, of New York has a budget line for. And, uh, and, and also has, Canterbury downtown has had a history here and still has college students that you minister to and that are, that are among you and that minister to you. I also work with the 20s, 30s uh, ministry in the diocese. I say that to you, one, to introduce myself, and two, to talk about how sometimes when people hear about the way that I'm living my call uh, in the context of, of chaplaincy with people generally between the ages of 18 and, and 40, folks, especially with... with uh, with college students of all levels. They're not always 18 to 22 or 18 to 25. But folks will say, oh, it's, you know, the transient, transient community, how is that? And, okay, I mean, it's, that's true. Um, it's an overtly transient community. Um, you know, in the, in the spirit of Abram and, and being called to leave his land, and Lot went with him. Um, you know, that's some, that's some transience right there uh, throughout our sacred text and, and, and in everybody's life. Yes, the demographic population uh, among whom I'm, I minister um, is overly transient. I don't know a single person alive that also isn't living a transient life. It's just maybe not so overt. Uh, none of us, to the best of my knowledge, can plan our own lives. Change is what happens. Sometimes, where the wind blows, where it chooses, I like it. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm neutral sometimes, I don't. So, so I, I, I say that to you to invite you into the idea of looking at our own lives um, as, as transient. Um, our, our own lives, no matter what uh, demographic, you know, what makes up all of us, um, the pieces, no one is, is one thing. I wanted to tell you 
about my own transience, I, I, I moved a lot as a kid. I, my, my parents split when I was two and a half. My dad was in the army for 20 years. My mom was a civil servant. So I moved a little less often uh, had I lived with my, my dad. I lived with my mom, the civil servant. One way that I uh, coped with moving, I don't know if this is really true. Um, I may just not like unpacking, but I just never really unpack. Because, you know, like, because I, we were going to move again. And so, more important to me than unpacking was hanging out with whoever was where we went. Because when we would arrive, people that were there had already been there for a while and would leave before. So, so I have something hanging on my wall right now in the year 2023. I'm 46 years old. And I'm really excited about having unpacked some <laughs> since, since moving from Dutchess County as rector of St. Paul's in Pleasant Valley to answering a call to serve as chaplain to Canterbury downtown starting September 1st, 2019. I'm very grateful I had six months on the ground before uh, New York City uh, had, the, had the shutdown. So I'm excited that I have something on my wall. And what I have on my wall, I wouldn't necessarily, I, I don't think that it would be uh, comforting to me, maybe in times past in my life. It is today though, and it has something to do with uncertainty, which is what I think is the, the reason why Nicodemus, under the cover of night, went to seek Jesus, and he's a leader of the Pharisees, very learned, wants to, wants to talk to this, this person who he acknowledges, you know, clearly your power comes from God with what you are doing. Tell me more, who are you? And I don't know that Nicodemus went away any more certain uh, before <laughs> or after his, his encounter then with Jesus, which is not his only encounter with Jesus. He's there, um, he's there at, the, at the end of the way of the cross. So, so uncertainty is the refuge of hope. That is a picture that I have framed on my wall. Uncertainty is the refuge of hope. I don't, I, I never would have thought because I, I was, I think I thought that I was going to plan my life. You know? There's got to be an answer, I think, that I learned growing up to when friends of the adults in my life would say, so what are you going to do next? You got to have, you got to have an answer, Megan. I don't know about y'all, you know? Um, and, and so I remember really feeling one of the reasons why I identify, uh, so much with, with, um, answering the call to serve with overtly transient folks <laughs> is, um, what's the logical next step if one, uh, you know, is privileged enough to, to, uh, 
go through in order and graduate from undergraduate school at 22. And I didn't, I didn't know what to say after that. Okay. So uncertainty is the refuge of hope. I found that quote because of a blessing that I heard for the first time when I was a seminarian um, at uh, St. Paul's in Chatham, New Jersey. That's where I did my, um, my uh, field placement when I was at General Seminary from 2004 to 2007. And the rector there would, her closing blessing was by a guy named Henri Frederic Amiel, 1821 to 1881, philosopher, poet, critic. And I don't know if it's because I'm an only child or because I wanted to add my own spin to it, but it's uh, based on the words of this person. There's a blessing uh, that, that this rector that mentored me used that that made me feel loved the same size as, as every other human person and made me pro- probably as part of the formation of me getting to the point of today where uncertainty is the refuge of hope is calming to me instead of unnerving. It's like a, a cloak that I can wrap myself in because, oh, so, um, so I, I want to read you the blessing without actually the blessing at the end. Um, but I can't express to you without, you know, m- my own experience. I, I have to, to hope and pray with you about your own, about what the freedom can feel like to accept that I don't plan my life, to accept that the wind blows where it chooses and I might hear the sound of it and try to listen for what God may be calling me to do minute by minute, year by year, decade by decade. Um, But I don't plan, I can't, I I don't control my life, I don't control your lives. And so the freedom that comes with that when there have been times in my life, and I still have those times, when I would like to know, please, exactly what is going to happen with no changes, and then also after that, and then after that, and then after that. And I'd also like to be able to know that I can be a solid object for other people, that I can guarantee certainty of what I can offer. Instead, (laughs) I am one of the billions of people that were and are now and will be to come that have been created by God as a human household all imbued with the same size dignity. And so if I believe that, perhaps that might be the only thing 
that I am certain of is that, that God loves me and that God loves me the same size and my dignity as, as you and as everyone. And that nothing that I can do, good works, harm, anything in between, nothing that I can do can affect that dignity that comes from God and that is a part of every human person and all of creation. If there's anything I'm certain of, it's, it's, it would be that. And so that is where the cloak comes in instead of the, the shaking with fear about not knowing. the followers of Jesus either not knowing or denying what he's saying as he makes his way to the cross. Abram and Sarai, you know, Abraham and Sarah making their way, leaving a place where I did not live in those times, but the, the, you didn't just move. It was extraordinarily uncertain what would happen even given the promises that God said to Abram and moving ahead to when you know Jesus spread his arms out on the hard wood of the cross showing us that Abram and Sarai, Abraham and Sarah, they were promised to be to, 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 to be the, the parents of, of, of all nations to come. Paraphrasing. And so we are a part of that. Everyone is a part of that. The posture of the of the Christ crucified and risen. is an example to me of how I can try to picture what all means, what everyone's dignity being the same size means. And so, with that freedom, what can I do with that? How much more room do I have inside of myself to give, to receive, to maybe even be still, if you knew me, you might chuckle along. It's hard for me to be still. I think that's one of the reasons why I tried to listen to the call to be ordained, and I'm glad that, that it, the answer was yes, because when I'm in uniform, I can sit still. So this is the blessing adapted by Megan Sanders, by this guy who also said uncertainty is a refuge of hope. He says, my friend's life is short and we do not have much time to gladden the hearts of those with whom we share this earthly pilgrimage. And so be swift to love and make haste to be kind and rest assured that God is infinitely more concerned with the promises of our present than any mistakes of our past. And then there's the blessing, which we'll wait for at the end. 
What a gift to be given the awareness of zero control. Except our own behavior and our own reactions to what happens around us. What will I do with the awareness that the wind blows where it chooses? What will you do with the space that God gives all of us to answer the call to be a servant to our neighbor? to take care of ourselves so that we can be of service. What do you hear when the wind blows? And do you feel equipped? I am here to tell you one thing that I can say with certainty. God has imbued you with dignity, all the same size. And I'm so excited to be in this ministry together and to know that when we get fed from the table in the midst of sacred text and prayer and confession and forgiveness and offering and peace, that we will have the nourishment that we need to do whatever it is that we may hear as the wind blows where it chooses. And if by chance it's not clear to you, there's stuff to do all around. God has us to be the body of Christ. And us means everyone. And so let us serve one another. Let us recognize the body of Christ within us and that it is made whole when we act together. Uncertain and held in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.